Hi folks, my name is Gidi and welcome to our podcast. I'm joined by Gijs and today we are talking about guides and the importance thereof. How's it good? How's it man? Hope all is well. Good to have you here with us. Great to be here. We offer so many tours and programs at Bushwhisper. Why should our guests opt for a guide, guided tour instead of a different program? Why do we need a guide? Well, Judy, I think uh, I think the question is, you know, uh, which what type of client um, is the type of person would like to have a guided tour? Um, basically, you get two type of clients. You get clients that are they want to do their own thing, uh, they want to make their own decisions, uh, they don't want to be driven by a program that they need to be eight o'clock have breakfast, ten o'clock they need to be at the first activity. So then your self-drive options will be better for them. For clients, uh, especially a lot of them that are first-time travelers um, in Namibia, uh, South Africa, Botswana, it's sometimes better to go with a guided option because they can sit back, they can relax, and they've got the captain on the steering wheel and the guide, you know, make sure that the whole trip runs smoothly from uh, if it's a camping where they camping in tents or if it's an accommodated trip, uh, the different activities take place, the meals, if the meals are prepared by the guide or by the lodge uh, staff or if they go out for dinner. The guide is the one that just makes sure that everything runs smoothly. Um, so that's basically the big you know, answer on why you should have a guide or is a guide better depending on the personality of that client. And it's also less stress for a first time traveler coming to a new country. Exactly, exactly. And that's very true. The clients, you know, they, um, and they don't, you know, sometimes people that do self-drives, there's a lot of preparation going into a self-drive. You know, the people have to go to the Lonely Planet, they have to Google, um, go and look up some other material, where to go, when to go, what's the best places to see where. If you're on a guided tour, it's all been organized, it's all been sorted. You just make sure you're in the vehicle in the morning and uh, the rest is history. Andres, is there, is there any other way the guide can contribute to a safari or tour? Yes, definitely. I think with the, um, the experience that the guides have, you know, a lot of guides have done a certain particular tour over and over and over. So when you do a tour for the first time, you know all of the you know the all the major scenic points. But as you go along, you notice and you pick up and you learn and you meet other people of other places, little shops, um, nice viewpoints, um, places to go to where first timers won't always know about and you actually add that to the tour because somebody that comes for the first time on a tour will never know about it and as a guide you can bring that to to the experience also your your knowledge of fauna and flora that's a basic one Uh, the history nice little stories of small little towns Um, even your in the evenings when guys are socializing around a campfire or at the restaurant table Guides telling stories. Um, my, you know, I've been guiding since since 1998, and I can tell you, if you tell a good story around a campfire um, or around a restaurant table, it's definitely a big hit with the clients, and they love it. 
definitely brings a whole different uh, atmosphere to your tour. Do you do you get different guides? You do get different guides. Um, you get um, you get your tour guides, and those are your guides that are more onto your big tour buses. Um, you get your field guides. Those are the guys, uh, like we sometimes call them the jeep jockeys, or your trail guides, uh, where they take two people out in the bush, uh, if it's on a walking safari or on a game drive. Uh, they're more experts in the fauna and flora, nature um, area or ecosystems, where your tour guides, you have your, your local tour guides, your city tour guides, your uh, site guides and they specialize in a certain area or in a specific um, place, say for instance uh, Mandela's house. Those will be site guides. Uh, they only operate there, they specialize in that area um, and then you get guides that are specialized in provincial guides where they specialize in the Western Cape or in Gauteng, where in Mafubalanga, Limpopo and so forth. So definitely you do get different guides. It all depends on your, your interest and how big an area you would like to operate in as a guide. Okay. So guides obviously needs to be qualified. How and where can and do they do that? Um, that's very easy. Um, they can contact uh, Nadit or they can contact Vigasa. Uh, if you Google them, you'll get their contact details. These two um, organizations will be able to give you the necessary info, uh, when and how to qualify for your different levels, uh, where to get the info from, uh, where the exams are going to take place, and uh, if you need any extra training, they'll be able to put you in contact with the necessary instructors to give you all the right information. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I think it gives our guests a very good idea for what to look for when they're choosing their next safari. Folks, that's all from us, from our side, uh, from Bushuspa. Um, I'm Gidi and Gais. Please remember to like and share, and uh, we'll catch you on the next time. Thanks, cheers. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.